Twisted Games. Welcome to Twisted Games, guys. I'm Monica. And I'm Amber. And I am exhausted. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week. I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you guys are experiencing the Mercury retrograde. I'm dying. If you believe in I, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you believe in all of that, I do very wholeheartedly, and I am exhausted, and I am dying. Yeah. I don't know how much I 100% put in stock, but I know I've been feeling off, so I'm happy to blame it on that. Yeah. Because that yeah. would feel... Yeah. It makes me feel better. <laughs> the uh, fact that I'm not, like, very energetic lately, mm-hmm. work's been weird. Mm-hmm. I know. And, like, you know, you and I were talking off, Mike, but you were, you're so personable. You're an mm-hmm. extrovert, and I'm an introvert, and you're over here feeling like... I am. That's got to be. That's yeah. got to say something. I'm not an introvert. <laughs> I'm. A, I typically. I'm, I'm like. What do you call it when you're an extroverted introvert? Because yeah, like I an love outgoing that. introvert. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love it, but I love it for like 45 minutes, and then I'm. And then you're drained. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So that has been me Anyways. this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just get through it, guys. We'll get We've through it, it together. Mm-hmm. We have, what, it's the 12th today. We have six more days, and I am counting them down. Mm-hmm. I am counting them down because I am done with work. I am done with life. I am done with everything. Well, that's the day we're recording because you guys will hear this until later. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, so hopefully by the time you hear this, all is well in your guys' world again. That's true because you yeah. will hear this quite a bit later, and yes. Yes. There we go. Mm-hmm. By then, hopefully, I am springy and energetic and ready for <laughs> spooky season because it's oh, when this story comes out, it's going to be about time. Oh. Are you doing anything fun for spooky season, by the way? Like, do mm. you have any plans? I got some plans with the ladies. Um, yes. You know, escape rooms and those kind of things. But mm-hmm. I don't really do the spooky season. It's amazing. I even sit here and listen to these spooky stories. <laughs> so, That's true. You're right. Christmas I, is your time yeah, to shine. I am. Um, butterflies and rainbows and sparkly lights and and I end my text messages in black hearts. Yeah, sparkles yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. I never thought of that. You're right. Christmas is your time to shine. Yeah, out. yes. That, all the twinkle lights come out mm-hmm. for that time. I have been to your house for Christmas and it is magical, you guys. <laughs> magical. It's over the top. But yeah. we'll talk about that later. Yes, yes. We we will get plenty of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Well, it is my turn to tell you a story. Okay. All right. I actually have two stories. Ooh. Um, they are both short. I, I wasn't able to find a ton of information on either one of them. Okay. But I went Halloween because, I mean, it's almost Halloween. Okay. And that sounds fun to me. <laughs> so, um, story one is about Lisa Mahmood and the Halloween sword attack in Quebec. A Halloween sword. So this happened on Halloween. It happened on Halloween and in someone's attacking people with swords. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very on brand. You can't trust those little <laughs> kids like no. in the street in costumes. Never. T- the, you know, after I read this, and I was like, "Well, I'm never going to trust anybody ever yeah. again." Oh my yeah. goodness. All right. So, uh, you know what? I'm just going to get the sources out of the way. It's actually super. Just two. It's just her interview with CBC News and Global News. I wasn't going to go deep diving into 17,000 different sources because they all say the exact same thing as I read. All right. So Lisa Mahmood and her friend Pierre Legreville. This is a French speaking, (laughs) French speaking, I guess it's, what is it? It's not, it's a, you're going to tell me eventually when I do have listeners and you're going to tell me I'm dumb. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) 
But uh, it's uh, it's a French-speaking nation. So if I say anything wrong, please, you guys, just be kind. Be kind. Okay? Okay. Um, so Lisa and Pierre decided to go out on Halloween night, and this took place last year, 2020. Okay. Um, they wanted to take photos in the Petite Champlain area. Champlain? Sure. Of Quebec City. I mean, they were both dressed up. They were okay. feeling great. Let's go take cities. This is a apparently a beautiful area. And they're of Quebec. in like regular clothes. They're not in costumes. No, they are in costumes. Oh, okay. So she said she had a face of makeup. Okay. She was dressed up. He was dressed up. I mean, they're just going out for the night. Okay. And on their way home, after taking these pictures at about ten ten, they came across a man, medieval costume, who also happened to have a sword. Which. Is expected with a yeah. medieval costume. I like, mean, right. I feel like that's a normal attire. It's not like a baseball player that carries a sword around. Like right, you, right. I'd be I'd be curious I about that. I would never even question anyone no. coming up to me on Halloween. Not at all. In that costume. No. Matter in fact, it was Halloween. So, of course, Lisa and Pierre, they, it even says in the article that they thought nothing of it. No. Why they were you? in costumes themselves. And in her interview, she even stated that uh, as they were passing this guy... She smiled at him. Oh, yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy, right? She thought nothing of it. So once they were about to pass, Pierre, this guy, attacks Pierre, and he hit him in the head and the shoulder with this sword that he's carrying. Pierre fell to the ground, and then Lisa tried to push the attacker away. I mean, he's getting attacked. Lisa's freaking out. Uh, She's trying to push him away. I feel like... Do you even know what's going on in that moment? No. Like, it's Halloween. I'm assuming people have been drinking. Everyone's out in costume, having a good time. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, your partner's on the ground, injured. Right. I feel like like that's just, like, too quick. (laughs) I know. And and it's all of the sudden. And you'll learn later on in the story, it really was all of the sun. They're having a great time. They're walking around enjoying how beautiful this area is. Sure. And then boom, attacked. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So once he's on the ground and he's attacking Pierre, he does, like I said, he hits him in the head and the shoulder. And then Lisa does try and attack or push him away. And then she starts trying to defend herself because she said it was her turn. She can tell that the attack is now turning on her because Mm -hmm. she's intervened. So the attacker threw her to the ground and started slashing at her with his sword. Lisa said that it could have been about a half a dozen times she got slashed. And all the while she's trying to kick him off of her. She's trying to hit him. She's trying to do anything she can to get him off of her. And no one's around them at this point. Yes. Oh, okay. But (laughs) we'll find that out later on. Uh, So she got back up and he pushed her like off of like off of him. Like she's kind of getting a little bit. She's pushing him and he's like kind of pissed off about this. And then she gets up and then he pushes her back down. And she said all the while, the whole time that she's this frenzied attack out of, I'm not going to cuss, freaking nowhere. (laughs) He never said one word. Never. Not one word. She never even heard the sound of his voice. Not a grunt. Nothing. Nothing came out of this dude. Weird. Right? Can you imagine? I mean, like, it's already crazy as hell. It's surreal. It's Halloween. They're fighting and yeah. you don't make a sound? Not even a sound. Not a sound came out of him. And she's, like, somewhat successful. Mm-hmm. Like, the, during the sound, like I mean, she's right. getting cut. Mm-hmm. It's probably, probably he's not used to wielding a sword, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And, and so she's getting cut. But she's able to push him up and kind of move around and block him a little bit. She gets pushed down and he doesn't say anything. 
Mm-mm. Like no grunting, yelling, nothing. Nothing. That's not so... one word to them. That's creepy. That is creepy. That is creepy. I was mean, he, yeah. Was no. he on something? I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know. But it, so, okay, so she's laying there after he did push her down. And at that time, she's laying on the ground and she's like, she's sitting there thinking, this is it. It's mm-hmm. it. I mean, like, yeah. my life is about to be done. He's standing over me with a sword. I'm going to die. Now, her partner is just laying on the ground the whole time. Yeah, because he had gotten hit. It sounds like he got attacked pretty badly and maybe could cause he maybe yeah exactly yeah exactly and he's stunned over there sure i mean it's it's not but as far as we know or as far as she knows he's still alive at this point Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so while she's laying there and she's thinking this is going to be the end pierre gathers his strength and screams at the top of his lungs Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Screams. And Lisa said that she had never heard a scream like that ever in her life. It's like he came life. to and mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. He just, and, and I'm sure it was an attempt to like. Draw attention. Dis- yeah, exactly. Like, or maybe that was just an instinct. Mm-hmm. But whatever it was, it worked. Oh, good. So it distracted the attacker long enough for Lisa to run. She ran to a nearby restaurant. And she says, she does say in in her interview, like, that was just a reaction. I don't know what I was doing. But she ran to a nearby restaurant and looks in the window just to see what she looks like. She wants to see what he's done to her. Yeah. I mean, I guess hearing it it sounds odd, but Mm -hmm. I... I've never been in a situation like that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sure you have so much adrenaline pumping through mm-hmm. you, and that, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you're looking for wounds or you I'd know, be you curious. don't know. Yeah, I mean, I want to know. I mean, I've just been slashed. It felt I can. You imagine. was like, is it real? Did that really just happen? Yeah. You got to yeah. look for evidence uh-huh. somehow. Yeah, I mean, it sounds odd, but mm-hmm. if you think about it, I don't. I can, I can see get that. it. I, I yeah, kind of yeah, get. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So while she's standing at there looking at herself in the window, Pierre grabbed her and he's like, run, dude. Like, run. Like, okay, so she didn't on. go inside the restaurant. She was on the outside looking mm-hmm. at the reflection. She was on the outside. Oh, okay. So she's standing there. She finds the restaurant. There's a window. She's like, oh, my God, dude. Yes. And then he tells her to run. So the two ran eastward toward Dufferin Terrace. Yeah. 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 Totally yes. right. Mm-hmm. All the while, uh, the attacker is pursuing them. So he's still coming after them the whole time that she's looking in the window and she's taking your, you know, they're running. He's coming. He's coming. Uh, They did try to yell for help because there are, like you said, there are pedestrians nearby. They're yelling. So they come up on... Uh, a couple and they tell them, hey, you know, we've been attacked. They have blood all over them. The couple didn't believe them. Well, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. How do you know if it's mm-hmm. real blood? How do you know if this is not a staged exactly. performance? They did not believe them. Wow, that's really awful. Mm-hmm. But everything I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, what I would think you I have do? a question then. Yeah, I would too. Be like, what? Somebody runs up to me on Halloween night with blood all over them and they're yelling at me. I would think it's part of her performance. Uh, okay, well, okay. I listen to so much true crime. I think anything is <laughs> now real all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like, if I did not listen to what I listened yeah. to, I think I would be like, shut up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I get like, hey, it. You're cool trying to get a rise on me. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I'm like, great makeup job. Like, I would be pretty useless Mm -hmm. in that situation right so they're running they're running and then they come up upon another passerby and lisa said in an interview she was like well i need to do a better job apparently of convincing these people i am serious and this guy's still coming after them Uh, the whole time 
the whole it's like time. A, who is that? Michael Myers yeah. moment. Like <laughs> I know you know what's funny is I thought about writing the Michael Myers story down and seeing if you'd catch on. But no, you're right. This does sound just I, like that. I have seen half a movie with Michael I, Myers. Yes, yes. So. I saw it when I was a kid. I couldn't tell you anymore. And I love the stuff. I just yes. thought he was very persistent. Mm-hmm. I remember correctly. So serious, yes. Um so they did come upon the next passerby, and she says in a quote. There's a killer in the street. You have to call the police. You have to do something. And this guy's like, uh, okay, yes, I will call the police. You seem serious. So he calls. That must have scared the dude away because he left. I don't, and wait until you hear the end of this because it's like, that's what sent you off. Like, you've already done everything. I guess, I mean, I can tell you now, he's already murdered two people by this point. What? Yes. This was his third attack or whatever, fourth attack? Not even, like, I don't even know what order because, like I said, you guys, there wasn't much. This is in Canada. I could only find so much. Five other people were attacked by him. Two others were murdered. So it sounds like maybe a total of nine altogether. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And that's what scared this dude away? Finally, I can't. So that's it. They're sitting there waiting for the ambulance. Uh Uh-huh. I know. Which is why you got the nickname. Because, like, one person unleashing on a couple maybe not so newsworthy. Right. Sad. Horrible. Horrible, for sure. But, like... You murdered Nine? two other people, <laughs> attacked five others, and there's the... And it doesn't say if they're counting these two in the five. Because it doesn't sound like that. And but all still, the but five still, to right. seven five, yeah, exactly. different bodies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So oh they're sitting there, they're waiting for the ambulance, the ambulance comes, they take them to the hospital... Um, Lisa actually ended up in the hospital for five days. But she survived because she, she survived. was quoting mm-hmm. everything. Three different surgeries. One to repair the right shoulder, to repair the shorn tendons in her forearm, and to repair the damage in her left hand. So it sounds like he just got, he went, whoosh. Yeah. Okay. Slashed across, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely swinging, right? Shoulder, tendons, and arms. So... Definitely, like, swinging, and if she was on the ground. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it makes I could see that. It makes, yeah. all, it makes complete sense. Wow. Mm-hmm. Lisa actually had moved to Quebec from France 18 months prior, and she was a hairdresser. And she absolutely loved her life in Quebec. Did she stay there? She did. Oh. Lisa stayed. She, uh, from what I'm reading, is still going through rehab to become, mm-hmm. you know, to keep her job that she's doing because she loves what she's doing. But I mean, oh, but it got her her tendons oh, and her she's hand. a hairdresser, so right. she works with her hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll go to her. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Listen, I'm ever in Quebec. Uh, she, Lisa also said that we were. This is actually it's pretty intense, and I was so proud of her when I read this. She said we were the victims of an attempted murder. It's not nothing. Everyone needs to hear about it, and I'm going to shout it from the root rooftops. What happened is inhumane. I want everyone to hear that it was truly a night of horror. Unfortunately for the two people that died, for me and my friend Pierre and for the other the other victims, I'm not ashamed. He was the one that should be ashamed. Uh yeah. Wow. And the fact that she has to say, I'm not ashamed, why would I be ashamed? Who's making her feel ashamed? No. That's not okay. No. That's not okay behavior, whoever's doing that. Yeah, exactly. But good for her. I mean I know. Move there, got mm-hmm. attacked, but still going through it, going to mm-hmm. stay and make the best of it. Exactly. That's that's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. attacker was named. Did they find this attacker? They sure did. How? They did. 
Well, it did, you know, it, didn't I, go it, it doesn't say how they found him, but it does say that they did find him. And his name was Carl... Mm, French name? Gerard. Okay. Is what I want to say. It's G-I-R-O-U-A-R-D. That sounds so right. Gerard, that sounds right. right. Uh, he's a 24-year-old man from the suburbs north of Montreal. He's he ended up facing two first-degree murder charges and five attempted murder charges. So that okay, okay. You know, now that I read that and do the maths, so, because maths is hard sometimes, it's seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, they did also do a bunch of investigating into this, and they said it was completely random. He didn't pick anybody because of any reason. Wow. It was just, I want to do this. But he got charged for all of it. He did. He did, he did okay. get charged for all of it. At 20 mm-hmm. something? 24? Mm-hmm. Was it? it was 24. Wow. That is one way to tie up your life. I mean, I mean, I don't. I don't know much about the Canadian justice system, but if it's anything like mm-hmm. America, mm-hmm. if you have two murders, assuming you get life sentences for each of those, mm-hmm. and then whatever is tacked on right. for the attempts, yes. again, I have no idea what how they specifically I, handle that. Right, but right. I'm assuming he just threw his whole life away, if not whole majority mm-hmm. of it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it did say that they were in the wrong place, wrong time. Global News also noted that Carl didn't have any ties with any terrorist organizations. So they made point of saying mm. that. So I thought I'd say that. When did this happen? Last year. In oh. October. Oh. <laughs> 2020. Did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. That was last year. Oh, my goodness. And you know what's funny is earlier you had said the whole time you'd think it was a joke. Lisa said the whole time she thought it was a joke. She, Lisa said, for me, it was a joke. Like there was a hidden camera that was going to show up. Right until the last moment, I believed it was a joke. And I still have trouble believing it wasn't. Well, yeah, because it's so bizarre. I mean, it's Halloween already. You're getting attacked and you're like, no fucking way. Well... In 2020, so they all went through all their huge lockdowns and COVID. Mm -hmm. Like, people are out. You're probably barely opened up. Yeah. Because I remember for us, by that time, it was barely. Yeah. 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 I don't know how it was everywhere else, but I remember here in Colorado, it was a lockdown and barely opening up. Yeah, I think I just put a bucket of candy out because I wasn't even sure who was going to come. Exactly. And And you didn't want to get exposed anyway. I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I can imagine you're out. You don't know what's going on. You've already been in lockdown for like nine months. Terrifying. Yes. So I get it, Lisa. I do. Lisa's sister actually ended up flying in from France, it sounds like, to help her support everything she that she went had Mm -hmm. to go through all the uh, rehab and all of that. And Lisa's said that was a huge relief for her. And I did just want to mention the victims' names who lost their lives in this frenzy attack. Their names were Suzanne Clermont. She was a 60-year-old woman. 61, I apologize. And a 56-year-old man named Francois. Francois for sure. And then Dushni. It's hard. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. Um, but that that was it. I couldn't find any of the names of the five other victims that were attacked. Oh. Or three, because I've got two. So three other victims that were attacked. And Global News stated that they were not in any danger for their lives, but that they did suffer serious lacerations. That's crazy. Wow, that's Ooh. really sad. But and I mean, I, good for them, because they survived Pierre and Lisa. But. Yeah. And I thought it was a great, like, cautionary tale. If on Halloween somebody runs up to you, and yes, there's... 
blood all over them. Yeah. And maybe believe them. I don't know. Maybe at least just call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah, just let them know, like, I don't know if this is real. Maybe she's crazy and you want to get her help in other ways. Yeah. That was that was my main one. That was a good story. (laughs) That was a good that was a very good like I said cautionary one. Because now I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times on Halloween have I thought people were acting stupid and maybe they weren't. (laughs) They were probably let's be real. We were all probably acting (laughs) stupid, but you never I've seen some wild stuff on Halloween. (laughs) But I do have one more story to share with you. And it's it's even less than that. Uh, they really didn't report on this one, but I just thought it was so interesting for you young bucks out there because I remember going to many a Halloween parties in my young days. Young bucks. I you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had 30 whole three years of my life. Yeah. I am now in bed at nine o'clock every night. On Halloween, if you come to my door past 10, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I have been, to, like I said, many a parties and I thought, well, let me tell you this as a cautionary tale. And I have been to some of the parties that I went to in my younger years. I could have seen ending like this, and I am so happy that I left. Oh, Um, dang. Okay. This is the story of Tyrone Hansen, and he was attacked at a Halloween party that left three others dead. At a Halloween party. At a Halloween party. When did Um, this happen? This was in 2007. Okay. My main source was nychoopsrivals.com. I can give you the full internet, I guess. What is that web address? Um, but yes, that is it. I read all the other <laughs> on the interwebs. That interwebs. <laughs> I read all of the other articles, but this is the one that went into the most details. The other ones seemed speculative, and this okay. one talked to him directly. So. Okay. I went with that. It seemed safe. Oh, so other when other people reported, it was very... Mm-hmm. They talked said, to literally she, anyone yeah. that they could. Gotcha. Like third cousins of the main witness type of thing. And oh, okay. this one, he gave a direct interview with. So oh. I felt safe with that. Yeah. So like I said, it was 2007. It was October 28th. And Tyrone Hansen was at a Halloween party in Reno, Nevada, just enjoying his life. Okay. It's Halloween. Yeah. It's 2007. He's in college. Do you? Uh, he was a 6'6 sophomore in college. And per his words in an interview with the NYC Hoops, uh, he was dancing with his girlfriend when he was bumped from behind. And when he turned around, as one would, when you are bumped from behind, you want to sure. see, see what's going on. His chain was yanked from his neck and six guys jumped him. Crazy. I have, n- he said, I I never had time to say or do anything. They put a gun in my mouth and I was robbed. Those guys crashing the party were looking to rob somebody. I did not know the guys that got shot. So this was frenzied. He didn't know what was going on. He's partying. He's having a good time. He's checking his back to make sure, hey, what just happened, dude? Like, I just got bumped. Oh, he was probably, he was probably indignant. Yeah. He was probably dancing, having mm-hmm. a good time, and someone slammed into him, and he was mm-hmm. probably turning around to be like, hey, back off. Like, like maybe alone. don't get so close right. this time. Yes, 100%. And then little does he know, mm-hmm. there's six guys there. Six. And so Tyrone stated that he told the gunman, please, man, don't shoot, don't shoot. It's not that serious. Please don't shoot, which is heartbreaking. He's pleading for his life, and then he goes on to say that the only reason he thinks he's, his life was spared was because his girlfriend at the time begged the 
the would-be shooters to leave him alone. Aww. She's like screaming on the side. She's like, leave him alone, leave him alone. Whatever it is, just it's not worth any of this. Oh my God. And that's why he thinks his life was spared. Uh, so moments later, they heard gir- gunshots that killed the, the other three and the victims. Their names, I can give you those, were Derek Jensen. He was 23 and a senior at the University of Nevada. A former student, Nathan Volume. He was also 23 and 21-year-old Charles Kelly. Young, young, so people. young, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'd like to say I, I can remember what it was like to be, but when I was 21 and 23, I actually was 21. I had a child, and 23, I had a child. I was not out partying, but you know, if you would have changed the ages to 18 and 19, 20, I, I was right there with you doing all this <laughs> stuff. Nathan was shot in the kitchen, Derek was shot in the driveway, and Kelly was found in the backyard. Uh, they talked to many, many people in the party, and like I said, I had read these interviews, some girl said she was there she got blood all over her and but i mean that's that's i i I wasn't gonna go into like specifics because it was one article that had mentioned that and she had said that and i just wasn't gonna throw names out there if i didn't know if they were really part of it or not got it yeah um god yeah i can imagine there were people there and they went through all of that and that was probably terrifying there was another article that said and chaotic yeah that music's they, loud people are drinking everyone's partying having mm-hmm. a good time would you notice an attack right away i don't know unless they were right next to you, and you i've see. i had been to many of uh, parties when i was younger and there would have been fights and i didn't even notice they were in the kitchen i was in the living room the music was so loud I, you have no idea what's going in that time yeah so with the guns going on like it's probably chaotic as hell because you don't know where all the sounds are coming from mm-hmm. you don't know where all the screamings are coming alcohol's most likely an effect oh, factor mm-hmm. i guess i shouldn't sure. assume but i know what i was doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yes what kind of parties i was at, at i know exactly exactly but. so the suspects in the shooting were salil manu and samson uh takitoku both of which were only 19 oh man so did they get charged they got charged but yeah. that was was that all of them i thought there that was six just- that and yes. So okay. I did find that interesting because he said there were six, but only two got charged. So my guess is if I can, and there was three articles I read. There were three mm. articles available, but my guess is probably that the suspects that did get a go in were not going to give names. Yeah. If six was a part of Maybe it. Maybe they were the ones that pulled the trigger and they the were other ones not, got plea deals mm. or I don't know. I don't know how that works. Not only, or they weren't going to give the police their names and they weren't going to tell on their so friends. Two, two out of the six uh-huh. took the fall for it. Uh-huh. And they were not. 19. 19. And I'm sorry, how many people died in this? Two? Three. Three? And then almost him. Almost him. Yeah. Wow. But... So get this. After all of that, Iron going through everything that he went through, he was expelled for violating the university's policy by going out that evening. <gasps> yes. Oh, no. He was... Not only did he go through witnessing what he witnessed... He dealt with what he dealt with. I mean, like I said, there wasn't much, but I can imagine after getting beat up by six men, you had to go through some sort of rehab. You had to have gone through some sort of traumatic, like, I don't know, anything. Like, I just, you was had to have scholarship gone or athletics or. He, he was, he was playing co- uh, basketball. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. he's six, six. So that, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to assume, but it, yeah. figured if you're, he's you're on tall the like college that. basketball team, he's there from what I read on scholarship. And they expelled him. And they expelled him. And then Tyrone said that there were other players there 
And some of them were even starters for the team at this party. And their only punishment was to run laps. So they knew that they were at the party, but he got the worst of it? He got the worst of it. And the last quote I could find was that Tyrone said that his coach expelled him for his safety and that he guesses he can't really argue with that. And I'm I, sorry. I know, I'm sorry. I, I feel like you can argue yeah, that. Like, cue long pause because I read that and I was like... Okay, I mean, I get it because you want him to be safe and you don't want them to retaliate, but also they got, they got two of them. So kick him off the team. But like, why aren't and you kicking be the rest student. of them off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It seemed intense. <sighs> That's an intense reaction for what? him and only him. I feel like there's more to the story that they're not mm-hmm. letting there out. There has to. There has to be. There has to be. And from what I read, like, what it. He, he went to a party. I mean, he's a college kid. And it said... Now, there are guidelines where... Sure. You know, but, you're, you're on scholarship. But these... Yeah. No offense if you're this age group. But you're kind of young and dumb at that point. <laughs> I, mean, <don't laughs> I mean, I did it too. <laughs> I mean... Seriously. I mean, I got busted more times than I care to admit, but... Because I was young and dumb. Exactly. To kick but him you and kick ruin him out of his school, life. Like... That's so hard to bounce back from. And he kept saying over and over in this interview, I just want to play. I'm young. I'm healthy. I just want to play. Oh, that poor guy. And his whole life was uprooted because of this. And it's not like he was there doing any of it. He was a victim of everything. Yes. So cautionary tale number two. If you are at a party and you hear screaming, you run. Okay? Okay. And I guess don't tell your coach. Yeah. Seriously. Don't get (laughs) hurt enough to... That your coach finds out? I know. I felt so horrible for him. I don't know what they're... I mean, colleges notoriously make bad decisions when it comes to a lot of different things. So it's not surprising, but like, my goodness. So basically, both these stories just say, don't do anything for Halloween. Basically, stay inside for Halloween, hand out candy. Throw candy on your lawn. (laughs) Lock the door. Don't hand it out. I know. But it's still one of my favorite holidays. It is my favorite holiday. So I will be doing all of the things and I will just be a little bit more mindful of what I am doing. I feel really bad for him. I know. I I I mean, I feel bad for all of them. No one should get killed or attacked or anything. But Literally anything. Yeah. Hard to bounce back. Yes. Great. Thanks for those depressing stories. You're welcome. (laughs) So you guys stay safe out there and trust your gut. And play to win. 